0: We are talking about personal development in this episode and how to get to the next level of personal transformation. I know that this is top of mind for a lot of people as one year comes to an end and we're moving into a new year. And I personally think that there is no better tool for personal development Than therapy, whether you are finding yourself in a difficult spot in your life right now or if everything is going really well and you just want to better understand yourself, therapy is such an incredible place to start. You can learn better coping skills, self-empowerment. If you are dealing with any kind of trauma or anything, therapy is such a powerful tool. I've benefited from it so much in my life when things are going not so great and when things are going amazing. So if you want to commit to therapy this year, BetterHelp is an incredible place to start. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online, plus it's affordable. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist, and if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime, so it could not be simpler Plus, there are no waiting rooms, there's no traffic, there's no endless searching for the right therapist, so it's really, really convenient. Right now, you can learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com files. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P files. Hey, welcome to the Blonde Files podcast. I'm your host, Arielle Laurie, and I'm here to talk all things wellness. From how to achieve optimal health and well-being to the best beauty tips and everything in between, no topic is off limits, and I'm bringing it to you real and unfiltered. I know there is so much information out there, so I'm here to help you navigate it all. Thanks for listening. Let's get into it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I was going to put this episode out next year, but I actually decided to release it now because I feel like it's just something that everybody could benefit from at this time of the year, whether you are dealing with holiday stress, reflecting on your year, thinking about things that you want to change or accomplish in the new year in 2023. I need to keep saying it because if you listened to my solo episode last week, you heard me say 2020. So I need to remind myself of where we are (laughs) in space and time. Anyway, I just found this episode to be so helpful and so powerful, but also really practical in terms of the advice that's given and how to apply it to your own life. So if you're listening and wondering, well, what is this episode and what is it all about? I'm talking to Mimi Bouchard. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with her. She has a big presence in the health and wellness space. She is also the CEO of the Superhuman app. This is an app with all kinds of meditations that can help you visualize your future self. And whether you are about to go on a date or you're going on a walk or you're looking at yourself in the mirror, there's a meditation to help condition your brain to manifest the version of yourself and the life that you want. So I absolutely love this. Mimi and I felt like we already knew each other so it was a really fun conversation because we've been following each other for a while we're fans of each other's content and we kind of had that rapport and we also had similar stories and that she had a you know unhealthy relationship with drugs and alcohol when she was younger and she went through a period where she was really aimless and so of course we could relate on that and then she had this period of transformation and she talks about how she didn't become this different version of herself necessarily. She actually peeled back the layers of the onion to get back to her authentic self that she always was, that she was kind of covering up with this facade with the drugs and the alcohol and the things that she was getting into in her life. And you guys are familiar with my story as well. And I've talked about that a lot too, how the, the drugs and the alcohol and the masking of who I really was and the facade that I felt I had to maintain was really fueling a lot of my addiction for many years. And I also had that experience of peeling back the layers of the onion and, you know, getting to the core of who I really am. And when you are being authentically yourself, you don't have to try to be anybody else. And things just Kind of fall into place. So I love this perspective and I really loved hearing her story. And I also love that her meditations and her superhuman app are really current. They're meant to fit into your life. This isn't necessarily, you know, sitting there and trying to calm your mind and zone out. This is really practical stuff that you can integrate into your life regardless of what you're doing, regardless of what your routines are. And don't worry, we don't talk about meditation the entire episode. We talk a lot about moving past unhealthy habits and embracing better habits for ourselves. I was really interested in hearing about her experience as well with using some of this work to help with her weight loss and intuitive eating. And I just think there's something in here for everybody. So with that, I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome Mimi.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so
0: excited to be on. I am too. We've been talking for a while already and we were saying beforehand, we feel like we already know each other a little bit. I think just, we've been following each other for a while and Having never actually spoken to you face-to-face or live like this, I just feel like we relate a lot so much on our journeys. I feel like when I've heard you on other podcasts, I just feel really aligned with your transformation and I think it's so inspiring. So why don't we start by rewinding? And I'm sure everybody is familiar with you and your app and all that. We're going to get to that. But what was Mimi 1.0?
1: Oh my gosh, well, first of all, thank you and and yes, I I feel like I know you as well. We've been following each other for a while and I love your content. I love your podcast. I'm actually a listener, so this is very exciting. But yeah, you know, for everyone listening, I had the most dramatic life transformation over the past 6-7 years, I would say. Everything from my body and my health to my relationships, to my personal development, to my finances. Every area of my life radically transformed and I got into personal development at a really young age. I was 17 or 18 years old. It's almost a decade ago. I got into personal growth and I'm super grateful for that because it put me on this trajectory that looking back, personal development, it created this life for me. And Mimi 1.0 was incredibly insecure. She was a little bit, you know, unhealthily partying and, and oh, I wouldn't say overweight, but I was 20 pounds heavier. I wasn't feeling good in my body at all. I want to be sensitive talking about that because 20 pounds heavier for someone else could be, you know, healthy for them. But for me, it wasn't, I didn't feel good. I felt puffy all the time. And that was linked to the drinking and going out and doing drugs. And I was doing a lot of, and growing up in Toronto, a big city and having a big sister who was really into the party scene at that time too. I, Was exposed at a really young age to all of this stuff. So I started going out and getting blackout drunk and doing drugs at like 13, 14, right? Like I was young and influenced. And it was around that time where I started feeling very insecure. And I felt that the only answer would be to fit in. I was caught up in fitting in and being in the cool crowd and being the fun party girl and exuding this fake confidence. And that kind of trickled into my late teens, I guess. I started into personal growth when I was 18-ish years old. And until I was 21, I would say I was still in a deep party mode. And, you know, I I started getting moments of clarity from 18 to 21, but it it took a long time to really fizzle out. But Mimi 1.0 was was depressed. You know, I, I was depressed and I was really good at hiding it. And... I was deeply insecure and not healthy and not myself. I was super unaligned with the truest version of me. I was not authentic. I always thought before speaking, I never felt like the true me. I never was relaxed. And I would find, you know, affirmation from other people by going out on a lot of dates, drinking a lot, saying yes to anything. And it just wasn't me. And as I go through this growth over the coming years after that, I realize that this work is really about unbecoming, more than becoming. The more that I've done this work and become the version of me that I've always wanted to be, I realize that I was just peeling layers of an onion away to come back to my true self, the Mimi that I was as a little girl. I look back at photos of me when I was, you know, five, six, seven, eight years old, and I had this light in my eyes and this aliveness about me, this, you know, kind of weird uniqueness and, you know, quirky and I was cute. And I just, I, I was so authentically myself. And the more I've done this work, I've realized that I'm now more like that little girl than I was for, for a lot of that time. Right. So that's Mimi 1.0.
0: Talk a lot about my skincare routine and various products, but not so much about my hair care routine. You guys probably know some of the basics, but one product that is absolutely essential for my hair care routine—it was introduced to me a few years ago by my colorist—is K18. K18 is absolutely incredible. It's bringing you the future of hair care with their leave-in molecular repair hair mask that reverses damage in just four minutes. I can attest to this. You may have heard me talk about this before, but a couple years ago, I think it was in the beginning of 2020, we were all getting a little bored at home. I decided that I wanted to be brunette and quickly changed my mind and tried to go back to blonde. This obviously was putting a lot of stress on my hair and my colorist recommended K-18. She gave me some, and I could not believe the difference in my hair. Unlike most products that just cover up damage, K18 is clinically proven. It repairs damage from bleach and color, chemical surfaces, and heat on all hair types. So the secret is in their patented K18 peptide, born after 10 years of complex bioscience research to restore strength and elasticity in the innermost layers of your hair. Since damage is ongoing, you can start fresh with stronger, softer, smoother, bouncier hair that lasts the best part is K-18's easy leave-in fits into any routine so you can repair daily damage with less stress and frustration and unlock new levels of self-expression. So bring your hair into the future with K-18 molecular repair, available now at Sephora and sephora.com.
1: Hi guys, it's Jordan from the Balance Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. On my show, we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, motherhood, channeling, healing, and so much more. A few years ago, I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease, and the healing journey I embarked on at that time set me on the path
0: to radical awakening. Let's just say I had no choice but to change my energy, and that opened me up
1: to the most beautiful healing of my life. On my show, you can expect to feel like you're sitting in my living room chatting with old friends. Tune in every Wednesday to connect and hang on the balanced
0: bond, soul on fire. I absolutely love that, and I relate so much. I talk about my Drinking and my drug use, and how over the years, I really used that as a way to fit in and to build up this facade and to be the person that I thought I wanted to be and that I thought I wanted everybody else to think that I was. And I love how you talk about this work just kind of coming home to your authentic self. I think people think about personal development and who they want to be, and they think of the goal person. As a stranger almost. And like, how do I get from who I am now to this completely different person? And I like that you reverse engineer it. And you're like, it's not becoming somebody totally different. It's unbecoming who I am now and peeling those layers off. I think that's so much more attainable and manageable.
1: And it's realistic. Think about yourself as a kid, you know, you, everything you're in awe of everything. You're creative. You, you see possibility in everything. And I believe that my ultimate self, she sees potential in everything. She sees unlimited potential with her life. And that is a big quality that children have that I think we lose growing up. You know, we lose a lot of that. And the reality is, and this is what I teach with my work. It's like, You can have it all. I I really, truly believe that. And I don't believe in perfection, but I believe in you really can master all these areas of your life and together create this life where you feel incredibly fulfilled. You can make more money. You can have a healthy body and happy relationship with yourself. You can have a fulfilling relationship with with someone else. You You can live a life that you feel really proud of. It's possible for you. And I grew up being told you can't have it all life's not fair. And although that is true in many circumstances, you know, specific ones, I think as a whole, I consider myself to be a lucky person. Why do things always happen to me that are good? Is it because I believe I'm a lucky person and that's just what I create? Or is it because I don't know what that is, right? But I I start to believe or I started to believe around that time that my energy created my life. And I didn't really understand how, and I've always been really into the science of it all. And, and I've decided it's about your brain and and your, you know, the neural pathways in your mind being connected and, and the RAS in your brain, your reticular activating system, which is the filtration system in your brain. That basically decides what you get to focus on, the opportunities you see, the negative things in your life that you see. It's like, if you're buying a red car, you're going to see loads of red cars on the highway because you're noticing it. That's your RAS. If you are, are conditioned to start seeing opportunity in your life, that's what you're going to see more of. And I, it, this whole work started fascinating And then I started doing it and I started getting really serious about doing it and my whole life transformed. So it must be real. There must be something about it that really works. And I'm, I'm just a big, big proponent of saying that, no, you can have it all because for so long I was told that you can't, and I've, I've created a life where I do. And and I'm a big believer in, in, in saying that.
0: Yeah. And I've heard you say a lot that you are a hundred percent responsible for your life and I hear what you're saying. And obviously there are circumstances that people are born into and find themselves in. They're at a huge disadvantage. So I think we're understanding that. But something that I learned in recovery was that you really have to take accountability for your actions. And as a result of your actions, that's the life that you create. And I think that It can be a little harsh initially and people bristle at that, but then there's this sense of empowerment, right? Because you can take that and go, okay, so I've had a part in all of this. And if you're feeling like you're stuck or in a bad place, I have responsibility in this, but I can also get myself out, right?
1: Yeah, I I can agree with you more. I think that saying I first learned in one of the first personal development books that I read The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. It was the first chapter of the book. It's titled, you know, you are one hundred percent responsible for your life. And when I first read that, I I hated it. I was angry at it. I didn't want to believe it. I was always conditioned to be a victim up until that point. And the reason I promote that principle, that belief, so much is to empower people. Is to empower myself because when you believe that you actually have the power to change your life, that you're responsible for it, then you create a better life just by knowing that because you actually feel like you have some sort of control over it. So of course, there are so many factors, you know, where you grew up, how you grew up, you know, your your parents and, and every, there are so many factors to who you become. But I ultimately believe that beyond all of that, you are still in the driver's seat of your life. And- the only way that you can improve your life is to take some sense of responsibility for it, because if not, then you're just going through life without any direction, waiting for the next thing to happen to you. and I, I I believe in empowerment, and I believe in in getting people to feel confident in themselves. And I think that's the only way to do that. And it actually takes away it it takes away victimization by empowering people. And I am not in the industry to victimize. I want people to be empowered and to feel like they have that ability because they do. And that's, that's a deep belief of mine.
0: What are some changes that you made initially when you were just starting out on this journey, because you were living in London, right? You were partying a lot. You were on reality TV and your life was looking like it was going one way. So what was the moment of clarity? If there was one, or if it was just kind of a gradual distancing from the path that you were on towards something that you felt more aligned with.
1: I've I can remember a few moments of radical realization in my life, but in, for the most part, it was gradual. It wasn't it wasn't this one hu- huge moment and everything changed. I remember I was I went to university for two semesters when I was in Canada before I moved to London, and I was partying a lot, the most that I ever had at that time and doing just like a lot of drugs, like feeling disgusting about myself. And and I'm very sensitive. I'm small and petite, like doing drugs or drinking. I'm very affected by it. Like I will get hungover. i smiling
0: because me me too. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And (laughs) it really affected me. And I, it, it was a blessing in disguise because it made me realize that I can't do this anymore. Right. So That was a big moment. I was in my residence room reading my first personal development book that second semester. And I decided to stop drinking, stop going out, started working at a juice bar and you know, just started eating healthier and getting clear. And I locked myself in that room, this like 150 square foot residence room where I just got this empty notebook and I just started writing until I figured out what I wanted to do with my life. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to start an online magazine and I'm going to figure out how to move to a different country because I feel like I need that. And so that whole summer I worked at a bar and saved up money and then just got. A working holiday visa to the UK and just moved there and, you know, worked five jobs until I could pay my $500 a month rent. I think it was. And Did you know anybody just, there? No, I knew no one. I just wow. moved there because it was far away and English speaking, literally. And I always loved British boy bands growing up. So I had... A, a dream of meeting a British man, which I ended up meeting. <laughs> that <Yeah>. was nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, it was it was a whole journey. But the things that I start, the, one of the biggest things that had such a profound impact at the beginning of my journey was stopping drinking and stopping going out because I wasn't doing drugs by themselves. I was drinking, and then I was you know smoking a lot of cigarettes, and I was doing cocaine. I was just doing all you know. It, it started with drinking. That was like mm-hmm. the core thing. So I. I, when I stopped that and it was initially for vanity reasons, I just looked puffy and I didn't like how I felt. And I just looked unhealthy. And when I was hungover, I'd always just like binge eat. And I also had an eating disorder at that time too. I kind of forgot to mention I had a terrible relationship with my body, terrible. And it was really heightened when I would do the partying. Right. So the biggest thing was stopping partying. And, and that was this This trigger to get rid of these old friends that only really hung out with me when I was partying. And it it made me not do the drugs anymore. And it made me actually have more time to work on myself in the evenings, right? Because when you're going out all the time, you're distracted. Maybe you're going out because it's distracting, right? A lot of people aren't comfortable being by themselves. And that was one of the biggest things for me as well being by myself and forcing myself into that discomfort of being alone to really figure out who I was what I wanted, and what I needed to do to get there.
0: Yeah, there's so much there that I relate to. And I think that this is really important for people to hear, especially right now. Always during the holidays, I get questions about sobriety and people going into the new year, reevaluating their relationship with alcohol. And I can only speak to it from the perspective of a hope-to-die alcoholic and drug addict. There was no moderation. It was stop or die for me. So I feel like sometimes my advice is not very helpful. And the other people that I've had on my podcast who have gotten sober were kind of in similar positions as me. So I would love to hear from you as somebody who is not an alcoholic. You had a disordered relationship with alcohol at that time in your life, of course. And I hear you when you say the drink led to the other stuff. That was how it was for me. I was never like, I'm going to go out and get some cocaine. It was like, I'm getting drunk. And then that just inevitably is coming next. But do you have any tips for people who maybe recently stopped drinking or they're reevaluating their relationship with alcohol, but they do feel uncomfortable sober? I think that's a huge barrier. People don't want to, they don't know what to do with their time and they don't know how to be in their bodies without that.
1: Right. Well, I think if you're uncomfortable being sober, I would not recommend even moderating. I think you don't drink until you get comfortable sober and then if you feel like you want to have a little bit of wine or something then you can evaluate then. But I think if you feel uncomfortable sober, that's a really clear sign to me from my personal experience that you shouldn't be drinking. But for me, yeah, you know, I I still once every couple months will maybe have like a couple sips of wine or I don't know. I just I don't like how it makes me feel anymore. I like the, you know, you know, going out for dinner and maybe I like the idea of it. I just don't like how it makes me feel. So I just don't do it anymore. I don't even really like the taste. I just, I don't, I don't enjoy it. And I think my, my biggest tip for someone listening is get really into your body, you know, before, during, and after, if you're deciding to have a drink and, and notice your body, like just be present with your body. Because for me, when I started doing that, I actually stopped wanting to even have a drink, you know, for years, it was like, okay, I'll just have one. And that was just my thing. I'll just have one and I'm good for the night. And then it kind of trickled into just, I don't really want one. Cause I, I now notice because I'm so sensitive as well. That even after half a glass of wine, I just don't like who I am. You know, like I, I don't like who I become. I don't like how it makes me feel. I, I don't feel good. I love being sober. I really do. And maybe that's the belief that I've had to condition myself to to have but i really i honestly can say that it doesn't feel good anymore so for everyone listening going into the holidays you know it first of all there's one thing about pressure which which is a whole separate thing it's it's about other people and their relationship with your relationship to alcohol and then there's you right in your relationship with alcohol so i think you you know, the biggest thing is not doing things out of pressure and being really confident and strong in your opinion. And other people can get uncomfortable with you saying no to having a drink at a family event or a social event, but that says everything about them. It has nothing to do with you. It's just about them and their insecurity and them wanting you to be a a version of yourself for their own entertainment or pleasure. Right? So I think that is a red flag for that, for that person in your life who is pressuring you. And you know, you can also just if you're uncomfortable having those conversations, have a mocktail or like you know pretend to be holding on to a drink if you don't want any you know conversations around it. But I would honestly say just be in tune with your body and listen to yourself. And if you really have a good relationship with alcohol and you want to have a, you know a, a cheers with a, like a glass of champagne, whatever, do do what you truly deeply feel is intuitive and just be in tune with your body because when your anxiety is starting to rile up and you're feeling indecisive maybe that's a sign that you shouldn't but if it's a calm relaxed thing and you don't have any previous you know negative feeling to alcohol then that's something else it's it's really about how your body is communicating with you i believe
0: well i think the other piece to that is that we are so distracted now and so i think it's really hard for people to even tune into their bodies? And this is another question that I get all the time. Whenever I talk about intuitive eating, intuitive movement, I think you and I have both gotten to a place where that just comes really naturally. But for me, it's a process that I can't really explain. So do you have any tips on how people can then kind of feel into their bodies and learn to tune into their intuition?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And I don't I don't have a clear answer off the top of my head, but it's really, it comes with practice and it comes with being alone as well. Like I was saying earlier, just having that time alone to just know yourself and the closer you get to the authentic self, the easier this gets, right? But just, and this is kind of a weird tip and it will make people uncomfortable. What if you're by yourself in the bathroom before going out to this family dinner when, you know, you might want to make certain decisions. What have you looked at yourself in the mirror? Like this is a really easy way to connect with yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror. So many people like feel really weird doing this, and we have mirror meditations on Superhuman because they're so transformative for self-image, you know, conditioning and and new beliefs around who you are as a person. But all you need to do is just look at yourself in the mirror and connect with you. Look in like look into your own eyes, right, and just connect with your body and make it fun. You know, sometimes I'll look at myself in the mirror. If I'm feeling a bit off, I'm like Mimi. And I literally like talk to myself. <laughs> I'm like, Mimi, come on, you got this, like tap into who you want to be and just make it light. Right. And, and don't find it's hard to connect with your intuition because it it's, it comes really naturally. It's actually not hard. So look at yourself and, and t- like feel yourself. Maybe you put your right hand over your heart and your left hand over your belly and you just like connect with your body because your body is giving you messages all the time. You know, I was incredibly anxious two weeks ago because something happened and I had like my whole face broke out in acne and I don't get acne anymore. My skin's usually amazing. And I'm like, oh, my body is communicating with me. When my shoulders are really tense and naughty, and, you know, I have this tension, I know that it's because I'm holding on to too much. I believe that your body has such a connection with your emotional state and and just becoming aware of it is the first step it's not hard but you just have to be aware of it
0: millions of americans experience thinning hair. It is more than common. It's normal, but it's not openly talked about, especially among women. So going through it can feel lonely and frustrating, but it's time to change the conversation and join the thousands of women who are standing up for their strands with neutrophil. I am one of them. You may have seen my reel that I posted. It was either a month or two ago on Instagram, and it was showing my six month progress with neutrophil. It's the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism through whole body health. Nutrafol has three unique formulas to support women throughout all stages of life, including postpartum and menopause. And each formula is physician formulated using natural drug-free medical grade ingredients in consistently effective dosages. So you get the most reliable results in a clinical study. 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. 3,000 plus top doctors and stylists recommend Neutrophil as an effective and high quality solution for healthier hair. So you know this is legit. You guys know that I have been taking it for a while now. It was recommended to me by so many people from my colorist to my nurse practitioner, and beyond. So this is a very trusted brand. And you can also grow thicker, healthier hair and support my show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code blonde. You'll save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere. And it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. You'll also get free shipping on every order. So Again, that's $15 off at neutraful.com. It's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. And the promo code is blonde. Neutraful.com and the code is blonde. With the new year coming up, I'm sure a lot of us are probably thinking about the ways that we can be the best version of ourselves and thinking about new routines and habits that we can incorporate into our lives to best support ourselves And I think that one thing that we could all benefit from is incorporating a multivitamin into our routine. That said, it can be really confusing to know where to start. There are so many supplements out there, but Ritual did the work for us. So, over 97% of women aged 19 to 50 don't get enough vitamin D from their diet and 95% don't get their recommended daily omega-3s. So this is important to know because I know everybody listening to this is probably health conscious and eating a really balanced diet, but there are still these nutrient gaps that can lead to deficiencies in these areas. So Ritual is made with nutrients to help maintain brain health, bone health, and blood health, and provide antioxidant support. So I know that you guys appreciate the science of all of these things. Ritual really took things to the next level by investing in the gold standard for research, a university-led clinical trial to study the impact of their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The result was an increase in vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels, by 41% in 12 weeks. The findings were published in a leading scientific journal and a published clinical study proving the effectiveness of a multivitamin is a big deal and a serious commitment to a first of its kind standard in the industry. There's also no shady stuff. Ritual is committed to third party testing. They use traceable and vegan friendly ingredients and always have clear communication so you know exactly what's in your multivitamin and where it came from. Something I love about Ritual is that they are time release. They also have this minty tab in it so you can take it in the morning. It makes you feel fresh and you don't get those effects that other supplements sometimes have. So to make trying something new easier, Ritual is offering my followers 10% off their first three months when you shop online at ritual.com slash blonde 10. If you prefer to shop in person, Ritual is now available at Whole Foods Market. Again, that's ritual.com slash blonde 10. Okay. So you were in London, you were kind of stopping partying and you were adopting these new habits. How did you then get to the place that you are now? How did you start?
1: Like what was the next level of transformation? Love that. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So I'll co-host. <laughs> Love it. Thank you.
0: It's the, been the a long next day.
1: Level. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I bet. The next level. So Mimi 1.0, you know, then Mimi 2.0 was starting to get into personal growth. It was really, you know, I was still partying sometimes on the weekend because I was alone in London. I needed to meet people. It was that excuse, but I was doing it less. And then, you know, I I started just really going more cold turkey about five, four and a half, five years ago. And I think the intention with this, I, I had just left that show I was on and I was never really like a main character. It was just something I did to extend my visa in the UK and I never really aligned with it, but I kind of just, I say I used them like they used me for everyone listening. It was like, you know, the Hills obviously in, in the U S it's kind of that version in the UK it's called made in Chelsea. And, um, Yeah. So, you know, I was obviously, when I moved to London, super broke and trying to figure things out and create my online magazine and meet people. And I met this woman who was my old agent and and I was telling her, I want to extend my visa. I I need to stay in London. And she was like, well, if you get on this show, then I'll represent you and and they'll get, they'll get you a visa. So I did that for, you know, a year and a half and it got me another visa. And, And at that same time, I was working on my personal brand. You know, I started my podcast around that time as well. And I really just started focusing on health and wellness content and talking about personal development as well. So just that it it was a slow, gradual, you know, I guess advancement. And if you guys, and I don't, I'm not recommending you do this, but I'm just saying, I actually don't want you to do this, but go to the first few episodes of my podcast. That was like (laughs) four and a half years ago when I was going, when I was still kind of in that party phase, I sounded different. I was just still not aligned. Like I sound incredibly different now. I speak incredibly differently now and it doesn't happen overnight. So around that time though, I was starting to really get into this work and I I gradually just kind of decided to stop drinking more so for health reasons, I would say, because I always noticed that when I was drinking, I just like I, everything I fell off track for days after with my healthy eating. And I was really into health at that time. And I still am, but again, like you way more intuitive than strict at all. Like I I don't have a diet. I don't have a way of eating. I just eat intuitively. I move intuitively. And I think that's like the ultimate goal, right? You know, I I totally resonate with you and your story and how in that, you know, when when you went through diet culture and, and obsessed with weight loss and stuff, and I was in the exact same place. I was like doing keto for ages, like, <laughs> and yeah, so I, it was gradual. And then when I started dating Ben, my boyfriend of, of five years now, you know, I will say that was a really great opportunity for me to stop going out too because I was not single anymore. And I felt always this pressure to go out when I was single. And now if I was single, I wouldn't do that again. I, I know that that's not what I would do. But at the time, that's all I could rely on to meet people. I wasn't confident, I guess, without that. So I stopped going out as much when I was with him. And we would just spend weekends in and so on. So it just gradually happened. And then I started getting really into business and learning about, you know, finances. I never was taught anything about money growing up. My parents, bless them, but they're, you know, carefree hippie artists that literally never taught me about money. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had to learn that myself and, and, and figure out what the next step was for my business. I had many different businesses I tried around that time. And then fast forward to probably three years ago, I started a subscription business, which was health and and recipes and workouts. and these guided meditations right at the very bottom that i didn't think anyone would like but i just wanted to add value and the reason i had guided meditations i was never a meditation teacher but 5 6 years ago when i started in personal develop, development i was reading so much about the benefits of visualizing of meditating and i tried i downloaded all the apps and i just i really gave it my 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 whole you know big shot and it i hated it i really couldn't stick to it traditional meditation did not align with me. I just didn't do it. I would pay for these apps and never use them. And it just didn't feel exciting for me to do. So instead I decided, cause I wanted the, the benefits of visualizing, especially cause I, I knew the power of that. And I decided to start recording these like audio files on my voice memos on my phone. And I was just basically talking to myself saying, Mimi, this is what your future looks like, you know, visualize in your body, you know, how it feels to be a millionaire, like visualize in your body, how it feels to, you know, have a beautiful relationship and feel healthy and happy and all these things that I wanted. So I would listen to these audio files when I was getting ready in the morning, when I was walking to the gym, when I was working, even in the background, I was just conditioning my mind and I didn't think much of it. It was an intuitive thing. Years later, I started the subscription platform and I decided to make more generic ones for the public because I don't know, I just wanted to add more content to the platform. Within six months, it was the most popular category on that platform. And I decided to pivot everything, invest all the money that I'd made from that old platform into a new app called Superhuman. And that was a year and a half ago that we launched the original version of the Superhuman app. And it's just changed my whole life. I, you know, after years of trying, so many different businesses and failing. And, you know, I have so many crazy stories that I could tell you of businesses that I've literally like, or opportunities that have made themselves like almost manifest. And then something happens. And I literally, when I was 21 years old, created a reality show. And I was the, the, an executive producer of this reality show that we sold to E! in the U.S. And then last minute, one of the cast members that was essential for it just had an argument with someone else and then she left and then the whole thing fell through but i had literally a like, contract signed with e to be like a, a creator of a show like i have crazy stories like that and i've had so many failures so i think finally when superhuman you know deemed itself an incredible product market fit and and just started blowing up without me even putting anything into marketing i was like finally i got my thing and yeah so <laughs> then a year and a half later, we're about to launch the newest version of the app with a whole new team of developers that are all California-based, which is a huge thing for me because California developers are the best of the best in the world. And, you know, my old app was like a team of Romanian developers that were, you know, really helped us get to the next level. And I only had the money to do that at the time, but now we're really entering a new era for Superhuman with this insane new technology. And it's just it's, it's, I'm so excited. So yeah, I I hope that gave a bit of a better picture of that and how everything evolved. It was, I was relentless. I think I'll just say that as well with Mm -hmm. my growth, with my business goals, I was relentless when something failed, I just kept going. And I think that grit that I, that I had was the reason for my success and the reason for the transformation. I just never gave up. So I will say that because it's not a linear journey. You have so many ups and downs. It didn't just happen one day, right? it's It's like looking back over the past six, seven years, it's been relentless. And mm-hmm. I finally feel like I have a moment to breathe. So that's just the realistic picture of it all.
0: I love that. And I relate to that a lot. I think actually, in my most recent solo episode, maybe the one that came out last night, somebody was asking me something about, like, business or how I got to where I am. And obviously, what we do is kind of different. But that was the word that came to mind, too, Relentless after so many ups and downs, like you're saying. And I think that's so helpful for people to hear because we see somebody else's life and their story play out. And we picture just this clean trajectory and this linear thing that gets to where they are now. And it's just not the reality of it. And I'm just curious if you have any advice for people who are feeling maybe frustrated or stuck with where they are and they're having a hard time navigating where they want to get to or where they want to be next. Because I think that is where so many of us fail, you know, or not fail. Like I don't love that word, but give up. Yeah. we get stuck. Yeah. And it's hard to harness that relentless energy when you just feel like you're hitting wall after
1: wall. Yeah, that's, it's a really tough moment to be in. And I, am firsthand experience, understand that, that emotion of just that stuckness and feeling like you're doing everything and maybe being unclear about what you should do next. So my kind of formula for transformation, it's super simple. The first part is, is deciding what it is that you want, right? It's clarity. You you need to get clarity before anything else. You need to get crystal clear on what you want. And a really good way to figure that out is journaling and just putting pen to paper and just brainstorming. I always find that putting pen to paper just brings something out of you. It's like your subconscious can just like, you know, spew out on the paper. It's like, you're, you're not distracted by thought. You're just doing one simple task. And if that's very difficult for you too, my other tip is, to figure out what you don't want and maybe start by eliminating what you don't want, right? And getting really clear on where you want to go on what you want to be doing with your life on what your days, you know, should be looking like. What's your perfect day? You know, what does that look like? And after you get really crystal clear on what you want, the next part is become the kind of person that has what you want. And this is the basis of my work at superhuman. And this is everything that we do. It's becoming your future self, becoming the person that you want to be. And, and just at the core, changing your self image, because then once you do that, everything else is going to happen in your life. It's, it's so much easier to transform when you're being your future self than it is to just dredge along and try to do the things that they would do. And it's just hard and messy when you do it that way. So the easiest way from my experience and from the tens of thousands of people that use superhuman, you know, their experience, it's, it's becoming who you want to be to then achieve what you want, because think about it. Let's use a very basic example, like weight loss, because that's tangible. If you want to, you know, to, to get healthy and, and lose weight and be in your fittest, happiest body, you know. what what would the version of you that has that body do? Would they be going on diets and counting their calories every day? No, they would effortlessly be in this happy, healthy body, right? I I don't think you need to, you know, bring in a lot of restriction to get to where you want to be. You just need to become the person that has it. What does that person do every day? They naturally wake up and want to choose maybe a smoothie for breakfast or something healthier because they're just a healthy version of you. They, they want those things. They, they want to, you know, go out and move for me. I now every day, like if I don't get movement in and I'm sitting all day, like I get antsy because it's just like, so deep, my core self image that I move, you know, I I like to move for longevity, for health, for, you know, how I look, you know, to be totally transparent too. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's a really easy example. It's obviously a bit more complex than that, but if you want wealth in your life and you want to make more money, what is the version of you that makes more money? How, who are they? How do they speak? How do they act? How do What energy do they embody, you know? And when people start seeing you look different, act different, speak differently, they start putting you into a new box, right? And I've gotten so many more opportunities by exuding my future self energy that I really think that has a lot to do with it as well. And yeah, you know, it, it's a lot harder to try to just change a habit right? And it's a lot easier to just become the kind of person that naturally does those things. So it's not hard. It takes decision-making out of it. You naturally want to do those things. If it's, if it's aligned with your self-image and I truly believe your self-image creates your whole life. Mm -hmm. And I've been a product of that. I've seen it. The fastest transformation I've seen in my life has been since implementing this kind of work, you know, over the past two years, I've gone, I've now mastered the formula. <laughs> so I, I have been doing it. And the past two years have been the most growth I've seen in my life, the past year. So that that's what I would say.
0: That's another sale on Shopify, the e-commerce platform with everything you need to run a successful online business. I know with the new year coming up, a lot of people probably have goals and aspirations for taking their business online and Shopify makes it so easy. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere, whether you're selling candles or cookbooks or clothing, start selling with Shopify and join the platform, Simplifying Commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build the relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24 seven support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute... New sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify, and you can too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere, whether, like I said, they're ebooks or earrings. It can be anything. Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. So when you're ready to take your idea into the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. That's right. I said free. You can sign up for a free trial at Shopify.com slash blonde. Now, this is all lowercase. It is case sensitive. So again, Shopify.com slash blonde to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash blonde. If we are looking for a new restaurant, say for sushi, for example, there are so many avenues that we are probably going to take to find a restaurant, read, real diner reviews maybe even look at diner pictures and we're going to gather all the information that we can to then make that decision of where we're going to go to eat. And I personally think that when it comes to finding a doctor, we should be using the same diligence that we use to choose the sushi restaurant that we're going to go to. And luckily Zocdoc makes it super easy. So Zocdoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance and are available when you need them. This is huge and the This is one of the reasons why I love ZocDoc and it's been my go-to when I need to find a new doctor or specialist because so often you need to see somebody in a pinch maybe and you find somebody online and then you call them and they don't have an opening for weeks or months. So the convenience of being able to find doctors who are available when you need them is so helpful, especially right now when we are in the thick of sick season. So on ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun, whether you're trying to straighten your teeth, fix an achy back, get your skin checked or anything else. ZocDoc has you covered. ZocDoc's mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. Just search, find, and book doctors with a few taps. And you can read verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments. So now when you walk into that doctor's office, you are all set to see somebody in your network who gets you. So go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that's right for you and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule every month. Millions of people use ZocDoc. I am one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a quality doctor. So go to ZocDoc.com blonde and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start using your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. Again, that's ZocDoc.com ZocDoc.com slash blonde ZocDoc.com slash blonde. I love that. Love the idea of exuding your future self and being put into a different box because I think that's so true. People are going to receive you differently and see you differently when you are being that. And that's something that we have in our control. Whatever your circumstances are, you can still try to visualize that and project that. And I feel like that attracts that thing that you are. Wanting in your life. And I've heard you say another thing your morning routine determines your life. So
1: let's break this down. Yes. So (laughs) there's a quote that I've kind of coined, and it's your morning, just to give you the bird's eye view your mornings create your days, your days create your weeks, your weeks create your months, your months turn into years, and your years are your life, right? So priming yourself in the morning. And you don't have to have a a super strict morning routine. I used to have one, but I've noticed just as much result by, by just being more intuitive with my mornings and just listening to myself and what I actually need that morning. But your mornings are sacred because they prime your day. We've all had the moment where, you know, we wake up in the morning, we have, we open up our phone and we get like an annoying email or an annoying text. And it instantly puts us into this terrible mood for the entire day. If you just carve aside the first 30 minutes of your day to decide who you want to be for the rest of the day, your life's going to change. And even if it's like 1% better, look at that over years of your life. Looking back, it's going to be such a dramatic change, right? So I really believe that your mornings do create your life as well. And your bounce back rate, Creates your life. This is something else that I teach. The bounce back rate is the rate at which you bounce back to becoming who you want to be, to being who you want to be. And when I first started this work, my bounce back rate was like a month, two months. You know, I would have a a little snippet of being who I wanted to be and having an amazing day and doing the things that made me feel great. And then I'd fall off the bandwagon, right? And then slowly that bounce back rate started getting faster and faster. And I believe that's another thing because even if you have a bad morning, then you can rely on the bounce back rate. What are you gonna do at 1 p.m. To, to figure out who you wanna be for the rest of the day? Maybe listen to a little pep talk, You know, maybe just change your state in whatever way makes you feel that way. Do a little walking meditation, You know, just turn your phone off for five minutes and breathe and just go out in nature and just reset. So that's another important thing that I will say, it's your bounce back rate. And, and creating some sort of morning ritual that, that you feel sets up your, you know, sets the tone for the day and sets you up for the, for the most positive day that you can have. And, and going back to visualizing for a moment, I want to just talk about this for a sec. Cause it's so important when you visualize and you're thinking about who you want to be, make sure to feel it in your body, you know, coming back to that notion of, of being in your body feel it what does it feel like to be abundant my energy totally changes when i select abundance you know when i select opportunity awe bliss those are parts of my future self that i aspire to be but it's not just thinking about it it's being it it's not just about thinking about it it's it's embodying it with every single inch of your of your physical body how does it feel to be wealthy? How does it feel to be happy and healthy and radiant and confident? Right. And, and I think the physical sensation is more important than anything. And we can all pretend that we're actors for a moment and, and just feel it and embody it and act like it. And there's something really special about acting like it and embodying it in everyday moments. And this is the basis of superhuman. When you're in line at the grocery store, how can you be your future self when you're walking the dog in the morning? How can you embody your future self energy? And that's why we have something really unique on superhuman. We offer meditations for every moment of the day to condition your mind in those everyday moments, because that's where real change happens. Of course, we have seated meditations on the app, but we have 16 other categories that you listen to throughout your day to condition your mind. Like the Pavlov dog theory, everyone's heard of that theory. That's part of the science behind why these meditations on superhuman are so effective. You're, you're literally connecting everyday activities to new thoughts, new beliefs. And the more that you do that, you know, if you're walking the dog every morning, doing a walking meditation, feeling very abundant, empowered, confident, excited about your life soon enough, you don't even need the walking meditation to feel that way. And that's the goal. It's It's for it to just be part of who you are. My favorite category on the app at the moment, and I haven't done a seated meditation in weeks. by the way, like I really haven't because i I use this product. I'm busy. I don't, you know, sometimes I'm not in the mood for a seated meditation. My favorite category right now is the getting ready meditation. So like when I'm spending twenty minutes in the morning, you know, putting makeup on, washing my face, whatever it is, I just listen to one of the getting ready meditations in the background. And even if I'm not, Fully listening to every word being said. And even if I'm not, you know, vibing with the energetic music, like I just, it's conditioning my mind and I just subconsciously feel better no matter what. And I think that's so powerful and, and why I'm so proud to have business that, that we have, you know, superhuman, because it's just doing it in such a different way. And it's not shaming you for not using, you know, the seated meditation apps that, that are very, you know, prevalent in the world. And that's okay to not be the kind of person that likes that. I'm not either. And, you know, there's an option to benefit from this work that isn't so rigid. And I think mm-hmm. that's what we offer.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it because it's just current. It's recognizing the current state that we are all in and people are busy and they don't have time. And I've done TM for a couple of years or since actually since 2018, I've done TM, which is 20 minutes a day, twice a day. And that is daunting. The effect that it produces for me is unlike anything else, but it's hard for me to commit to that on a day-by-day basis. So some days I do, some days I don't, but I love that superhuman, you know, it's just really flexible. I think it's just really realistic for people to fit into their routines.
1: It's also hard when like they're not enjoyable, right? Like for me, I even tried to do like market research like months ago to try to figure out, oh, what's on these other competitor apps. Well, I don't even see them as competitors anymore because I feel like what we offer is so different. We don't have meditations just to like calm you down and breathe. It's like, it's, it's the antithesis to a meditation app. Like it's totally different. It's, you know, feel energized and feel like your future self in two minutes. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, embody the most abundant version of yourself, like while you're walking, you know, it's like get confident before a date, you know, in your Uber, listen to this right before Mm -hmm. you're going on your date, because you're going to feel like your best self and and speak well before going into a big meeting, you know, while while you're in line at the pharmacy, whatever it is, like it's, it's, you can fit this in with your other practice too. And I'm so inspired by your TM journey. I feel like it would be so transformative and I would love to try it one day as well. Mm -hmm. I, I love this kind of stuff, but yeah, I I can see how it's daunting. It's like, we all think we're so busy and realistically, like if we really prioritized it, we could put it all into our schedules, but I'm just trying to be extra realistic with myself. And, and sometimes I'm not that, you know, I'm not that perfect. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, I was thinking this morning because I was having this internal dialogue where I woke up, I had so much to do today as everybody listening does. And I was like, I really don't have the 20 minutes to commit to this, to sit there. And then I'm, Also, saying to myself, yeah, but when you commit to this 20 minutes, then you have so much more mental space and clarity. And then you can tackle all of these things that you have to do today. And I'm going back and forth and back and forth. (laughs) So I love that you can put on superhuman and you can be getting ready. And like you said, you can be conditioning your brain and creating these new pathways. And it really just puts the focus on your life and who you want to be. And I love that because we're all. So consumed with everybody else's lives, people that we don't even know, strangers, and looking at them and wondering why X, Y, or Z is not happening for us. And this is just such a tangible way that you can take the control back in your life and really manifest your own destiny. So I love that.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I think the more people that do this work of not even transformation, whole life transformation, more self-exploration, even, you know, looking at yourself in your life and getting a bit clear on what's working, and what isn't, you know, we were just talking off air about how people feel the need to be rude online to celebrities or to people with a following. And it's, it's really interesting. You know, I, I really think those people are the most wounded. I really Mm -hmm. do. And I've been there. Like when I was in my lowest moment, I don't think I've ever commented on someone's video. I will will say that I always had, you know, I had that boundary, but um, (laughs) I I would judge people in my mind when I was really unhappy. I was so mean in my mind to other people. I was really mean actually. And I'd be so judgmental and gosh, it was reflected by how I was so mean to myself and how judgmental I was to myself, but I would also do it to other people. Right. So it's, it's just, I now see those comments and those people as just Sad, you know, I, I feel compassion for them because I'm just like, gosh, oh, first of all, how embarrassing is that? You know, publicly saying mean things to other people. Like, what if your friend saw that? It's a viral video. <laughs> That's so weird. Mm-hmm. And then also, you know, just like how what people say to you, they there's a quote, I forget what it says, but it's like what people say to you, mean things people say to you, like they're saying it to themselves ten times worse. So
0: yeah, this is a whole tangent that we could go into, but it's definitely a reflection of them. I always Let's say that somebody's comment is not about you. It's about them. It's about how they feel inside. And that was not my perspective when I started this. And I used to take those to heart. And now, like, it could not bother me less. I just find it, I don't know. I do find it sad.
1: It's people, you know, we can't make everyone happy, right? And no, (laughs) no. you know, we just can't, the biggest thing is how we, we feel about ourselves. And if we're happy, then that's all that matters. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's sad. It really is sad. And, uh, I just, yeah, I, I send them love. I, I really hope that they realize one day, you know, whoa, like, why would I do that? But, mm-hmm. you know, it's not our, it's not our responsibility either. So,
0: yeah. Well, you listen to the podcast, so you know my last question.
1: Oh my god, I forget it. What is
0: (laughs) one thing we should stop doing and one thing we should start doing.
1: Wow. Okay. I should have prepared for this. Okay. One thing you should stop doing is mindless scrolling on social media for hours and hours a day. A little bit's fine. But when you start getting into that numb feeling, if you're scrolling and you're just opening up your phone to distract yourself in random moments where you shouldn't be on your phone, that's something to look into. I feel so much more clear-minded when I'm not on my phone for hours and hours and hours a day. You know, a little bit's obviously fine. It's part of our jobs too. But, you know, don't mindless scroll unnecessarily. I've been recently just deleting my Instagram app once in a while, you know, every week for a day or two, if I'm really needing to focus and I'm feeling that addiction come up because we're all pretty addicted to our phones, our mm-hmm. generations too, you know? So that's what I would stop doing. And what I would start doing is, you know, of course I'm going to say, you know, do something that makes you feel like the person you want to be. So whether that is, if you're interested in trying Superhuman two-week free trial, check it out. But again, you don't need, like, it's just a tool that helps you get there faster, but it's not the only way for you to get there, obviously. So anything that helps you feel connected to your future self, whether that's painting or going on a walk without your phone and like looking at nature and just feeling grounded and connected, whether that's journaling every morning and, and reminding yourself of what your goals are and how it feels to have achieved them, you know, whatever it is, but even if it's doing a walking meditation, those are some of the most popular ones on, on our app and they're energizing, motivational. They make you feel like you're in a movie. It's like, you, you just feel like the main character of your life and it just changes your energy, like nothing else. So whatever that feeling is, like what whatever you do to get that feeling, do it more, whatever it is for you.
0: Amazing. Well, I'm sure everybody who doesn't have superhuman is going to run and download it <laughs> right now. Tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Thank you, Ariel. Everyone can find me on probably Instagram, just Mimi Bouchard It's my name. And then, yeah, you know, I've, I have kind of been reluctant posting a lot recently. I'm just kind of over it for the moment, but that's usually where I hang out or my podcast, which Arielle is going to come on in the next couple months. Hopefully it's just called Mimi and yeah, you can find it there too. And superhuman, you can just go to www.superhuman.app. So instead of .com, it's .app and you can sign up for your 14 day free trial. We have a money back guarantee. So it's totally risk-free. We're launching the new update, the new version of the app in the next two weeks. So right before New Year's, you will 99% have the new update. Things are happening and things are breaking all the time, but we're, we're figuring it out. And yeah, so I can't wait for you guys to, you know, try to let me know how it is. And thank you so much for having me on. Thank you so much for coming. This was so fun. <laughs> so fun.